0: And on the line today, we've got a 138-game AFL player who played for the Western Bulldogs and most of his career at the Brisbane Lions with 106 goals and current-day coach, Justin Sherman. How are you going today, mate?
1: Yeah, really good, thanks, Winnow. Thanks for having me, mate.
0: Thanks for joining the Licorice All Sports uh, Sports Show, mate. It's fantastic to have you on. Uh, Sherman, recently you've just uh, announced that you're... Moving on from the Lorimer Power Footy Club, mate, uh, you spent a total of two, se- two full seasons there. You landed there at the back end of 2017. You really did turn the fortunes of the club around in two, two seasons, Sherm. Um, reflecting back on your time at the Power, um, what was the process like? And uh, yeah, tell us a little bit more about your decision to leave the Lorimer Power Footy Club uh, in, I, I guess, search for uh, more opportunities
1: um yeah it's it's uh yeah it is a bit I I guess um to sum it all up we know um you know relatively quickly um it was just a really great journey mate to be honest with you it it was a very unique one in the fact that um you know I was you know I probably um personally could have um jumped into a higher level and you know um you know with with uh you know a profile and and probably got up the uh, the ladder and I had a few um, opportunities to do that. But I, I just seen this as a very unique opportunity and a sort of a, a once-in-a-lifetime, really, where I've sort of been living in Lorimer for sort of seven or eight years um, previous to taking the role and I, I felt like I knew the community really well and and we all know, mate, communities, footy clubs and, and um, and you know, every local community's got a footy club. So um, I've got my little fella coming through and I just... Um, I felt, well, you know, I really want to make uh, Laura a home. And, um, and yeah, when I got the opportunity to um, thrown at me to be able to uh, take the coaching role on, I really... It's one I probably didn't hesitate um, to do, to be honest, mate, because, um, yeah, I was a local in the community. I'd, I'd lived there for a while. and knew a lot of people around there. And I felt, um, you know, getting the opportunity to coach a brand-new football club into the competition... Um, is something that not too many guys would get to do. So, um, so for me, um, you know, the first year come along, um, you know, pretty quick, and you know, we just recruited heavily in the first year, and um, I think it was about 14, 15 players, just turned the whole club around, and I got in. Um, you know, my old philosophy, mate, and everywhere that I've been taught um, by Lee Matthews and and players that I've played under that. Um, Great people make great football clubs, and and um and that starts at the board, um all the way down to the players. And I felt like uh, the board were fantastic. They were really united, and that was a that was a great start. And then the next part of that is 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 getting people into your organisation that can add um uh, what you need on field. And, and I felt like I got in some great talent, um which probably um, fast tracked me to be able to um get the boys out there and you know first and foremost work hard get a good preseason under the belt and give us give ourselves every chance to be able to deliver on game day and i felt um you know we uh, got better as the year went on we we're a bit scratchy at the start i think we lost three or three or four in a row if my memory serves me right in that first year and then um and you know i just remember thinking looking at myself and um and speaking with a few guys and i wasn't panicking because i knew that we were getting better every week and then um, I just said to the boys and that in round four, I was just like, um, you know, we, were, we weren't we were far off. We'd sort of lost two or three games by, you know, um, a few goals. So we weren't far away. So I knew when we put it all together, we'd, uh, we'd be a pretty tough team to beat. And um, and then we got that, uh, I think it was a tight win in round four. And then that just ignited us. We went on a run from there. And I think we run won the next eight out of the next ten or something and made finals and snuck into an elimination final. And, and. um and from there mate we uh went out by a kick i think um in the uh elimination final um and we come back uh mm-hmm. uh the next year and um and uh yeah we went 13 and zip and made a prelim and then uh and then lost both finals by a kick again um so we'd lost three finals in 2 years by mm-hmm. uh less than 8 points in all finals and um and then uh, yeah, we'll really uh, had the bit between the teeth to come back this year and have a really good crack at it. But um, to be honest, um, with all the COVID um, nineteen situation and and um, and then everything, um, it's uh, to be honest, we know I probably wasn't going to be there at the end of the year. It was always going to be my last year this year. So um, okay. you know, f- from from that point of view, um, it just fast forwarded my decision three months, unfortunately, and. Um, but one thing, you know, I am very proud about is what we created there. I've got some fantastic friends there. That will always be my home footy club, and uh, I know I'll be welcome back there any time. And um, it was a, a very mutual decision um, to part ways. Um, you know, I felt like my time um, had come to, to move on to bigger and better things, and then the club wanted to go in a, um, in a different direction as well. So, you know, it was handled really well. And, and to be honest, mate, I, I sit here a, a happy man with what we were able to achieve over the couple of years at Lorima.
0: Very well said, Justin, and I guess, you know, greener pastures will come your way. Speaking of the future, what uh, can you see ahead and, and is there any approaches by any other local clubs, perhaps maybe in a higher division across, you know, the Melbourne Metropolitan Leagues or possibly Country Leagues? What, what, what is your plan going forward and, you know, how can you see it all playing out?
1: Um, oh, my plan's pretty simple, mate. Obviously, I, I want to, you know, I want to, have an impact now at a high level and um, and you know i've made my end i've made my end goal i want to I want to be a development um, coach in the AFL system one day that's my goal and ambition and I think we all need to have goals and ambitions in life but that's certainly mine I feel like um, you know i've done my apprenticeship now've sort of coached my own side um, at coabron for a year that's where it, where it all started um, and then i've coached Lorimman now for the last three years so i've i've been a head coach now for four years but I've also been an assistant at at several other clubs as well. So I've got probably got about, you know, eight years' experience under my belt and, you know, and along with um, the life experiences that I've learned along the way and some of some of some great mentors that I've had along the way, I felt like I'm in a really good position now, mate, to to impact at a higher level and and bring, um, you know, my talents and, and just really um, pave a pathway for these uh, younger players to be able to uh, fast-track their development, to be able to um, be a mentor for these young kids um, with everything that uh, they go through now in... In, in not only life, but, you know, studies and, and all these um, temptations that they find that, that we find ourselves around these days, um, you know, teenagers find it very tough. And I, I really feel like my strength is, um, as a coach, mate, is, is nurturing um, young talent and, and not only from a, a physical point of view, but being able to uh, deal with them mentally off the field as well and just checking in with them and, and making sure that they're okay. So, um, yeah, I find myself pretty approachable, mate, pretty approachable guy, but also when it comes to training, um, like anything, mate, there has to be a certain set of standards about the way we um, want to go about it and, and, and achieve it. So, yeah, I'm just really excited, mate, about what the next, you know, what the next challenge looks like and hopefully I'll have a decision on that um, not too far away, hopefully within the next few weeks.
0: Well, best of luck with that, Sherm. So I guess it's a little bit of a wait and see and just see what sort of what comes your way. And, uh, yeah, best of luck for the future. Now, Sherm, just before you go today, I wanted to ask you, just look at your uh, impressive AFL career, mate. I noticed back in two thousand and six, you played two games for Australia in the international Rules series, mate. Tell us a little bit about that and what was that experience like?
1: Ah, oh, incredible, mate. It's um one of the oh, no, doubting one of the one of my um you know, greatest achievements in in the game to be able to. Chuck on the Australian jersey and and run out there with um, you know thirty other of the best players that uh, play our great game um, and make some make some great friends out of it as well that you know some who I still speak to to this day and 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 not only that mate to you know, you know to be able to share um, Vossi's last swan song together and um, and play with Vossi in that last tour I mean I, I'm pretty right hopefully when I say this hopefully I'm not but um, yeah, Vossi had the opportunity to play for Australia, I think, most of the years. And he turned it down because, um, you know, there's always things in the off-season, whether, you know, you go away travelling or you want to spend extra time with the family because, you know, being an AFL footy player, mate, you've got to sacrifice so many things. So all you really want to do after it's over is to go away and have a bit of a holiday. But um, Vossi that year was really determined um, to play for Australia. And, and I was lucky enough to to make the All-Australian squad that year. And, and we ended up playing together and, uh, it was one of the greatest, um, you know, um, achievements. I remember Vossi saying, you know, um, I wish I had done this, you know, five or six years ago, because to be able to lose the first game on aggregate, well, I think we lost the first game by about 32 points or something, and then win. We had to win the second game by more than that to to win home the title. And I think we won it by about 38, and um, and I just remember playing at Croke Park in front of 85,000 people in Ireland, and looking over to the one side and seeing. You know, half the stadium filled up with yellow and, you know, it was just one of the, one of the greatest things I'll never ever forget, mate. It's, um, you know, it's not every day you get to chuck on your Australian colours and, and represent your country. So um, to do um, to do that was very special, but to, to play with Vossi and play in a winning team is something I'll never forget because, um, you know, Vossi's someone who I still speak to now and is a mentor of mine. So to do that with him was um, very special also.
0: Sounds like a, certainly a, a very eventful time in your life, mate. And playing in, playing in front of 85,000 would have been absolutely amazing with the Australian jersey on. I'll tell you what, those Irish, they, they love their, well, they, they <laughs> love their, their Gaelic, they love their Gaelic footy over there. I can tell you that from personal experience. But mate, no, you've I been do, mate. A, an absolute, uh, it's been a pleasure to speak to you today, Sherman. And uh, I guess uh, best of luck for your future endeavours in coaching. And I hope it all comes to fruition for you in the future.
1: Yeah, mate, yeah, Um, really looking forward to the future, mate, really excited about it and, um, yeah, keep up the great work, mate. Thanks for having me.